Yo, what's going on, Protein Shake? It's your boy Jerry, the TR Expert Washington. I'm here at General Fitness Company Studio, and this here is episode number 201. That's right, a 201 episodes of the TR Expert Talks. And today, I want to talk about the qualities of a good personal trainer. A lot of people right now are looking for personal trainers because they tried it on their own, and they realize it's not happening. So I want to talk about how you can find a good personal trainer, or more specifically, what are the qualities of a good personal trainer once you run into one? I, of course, have all four of these qualities, so <laughs> if you're looking for a good personal trainer that has all four of these qualities, well, look no further than the gentleman that is speaking to you at the current moment. Anyways, <laughs> before we get this episode underway, you know, I'd really appreciate it if you would share this. You know, there's somebody out there that probably wants to know what the qualities of a good personal trainer are as well, and you could share that with them, and they would be supremely happy i'm sure you can do it really easily you can uh, copy the link send it over to them via text message or even email i suppose you can also take a screenshot of what's going on right now on your screen (laughs) hopefully you're not looking at porn no i'm joking but anyways you can take a screenshot of whatever's going on in your screen right now hopefully you've got the uh, tr expert talks queued right up Take a screenshot, put it on your social media, and that would be good as well. You know, also, you can help me out by leaving a rating or review. You know, we've had a couple ratings and reviews. I really appreciate you, uh, Sarah, for leaving that. Dr. Dave Reeman, I appreciate you leaving that, that, that feedback. All you people that are leaving feedback, much love to you. You are my friends. I will make sure that you get something special in the mail on July 32nd. Anyways, <laughs> let's get this episode underway. Episode number 201 of the TR Expert Talks. What are the qualities of a good personal trainer? Lego! So today I want to talk a little bit about where to start. You know, it's just interesting that a lot of people, they're kind of lost when it comes to where to start. And a lot of people, because they don't know where to start, they don't even start. So first of all, kudos to you if you've gone in the gym and you've realized that it's just not working. You've, you tried it on your own, you realize, all right, I need to get a personal trainer. So if you're in that realm, if you're, if you're in that level right now thinking, all right, I need to get a personal trainer, this, one, this episode is definitely for you because I'm going to talk about how to find the perfect trainer or the right trainer for you. Because, you know, there's good trainers out there and there's obviously not so good trainers out there. And there's some qualities that good trainers have that obviously not so good trainers don't have. So anyways, let's go and get it started. So first of all, you probably want to look for their certifications. Now, to be honest with you, it doesn't really matter what their certification is. Like I have a, what most trainers would consider a lower level certification, but because I've pretty much been in some kind of fitness arena for the past three decades. I've got a pretty basic understanding of how the body works, and I've also not been fit myself, so I've kind of gone through that transformation. I've understood what it takes in terms of discipline to get you fit. So if you already have an understanding of what's going on in the fitness realm, it doesn't really make sense to have a higher level certification because most of them just 
teach you the same thing or stuff that you already knew if you're an athlete and they just cost a little bit more. So the reason why I took a lower level, lower level certification is because it's not really beneficial for me. And most people don't really ask you what your certification is, They're just, just as long as you have one. So that's part one. First, first and foremost, you want to make sure that your trainer has a certification. Second of all, you want to make sure that your trainer personally is in relatively decent shape. Now, this is not a uh, end all be all. I wouldn't say like if a trainer is out of shape that they're not going to be a good trainer, but the likelihood of them being a good trainer and being in good shape is a lot higher than them being a good trainer and being out of shape. And the reason for that being is that for the most part, you want your trainer to be teaching you discipline. And if your trainer doesn't have discipline themselves, well, then what are they going to be teaching you? Maybe they can teach you some moves and maybe they can teach you how to exercise, but they're not going to be a good trainer in, in the sense that they're going to be able to teach you the discipline and keep you consistent and give you the knowledge and the mindset to have you move to the next level after just lifting weights. Because, you know, there's a level of like learning how to lift weights, but then there's another step that you're actually going to need to, like, you know, start losing weight and start seeing real results. And that's the mindset. You need that dedication, you need the, need the commitment. And you may have a good trainer that you may like. And if he's a good guy, you know, maybe that will work out for you. But for the most part, you may like your trainer. And if he's not disciplined and consistent himself, the likelihood that you're going to want to be disciplined and consistent yourself is not going to be very high. You're going to be lifting weights when you're training with them, but outside of the gym, you're most likely not going to be doing the things you need to be doing. And that's just kind of how it goes. You just, like you hire somebody and you listen to what they're saying, and if what they exemplify is not exactly what you want, then you're going to pretty much get the results that they're getting in their lives. So that's just something to consider, you know. You want to make sure that your trainer is in relatively decent shape so that you can, you know, maybe inherit and adapt and acquire some of that discipline and consistency through osmosis. Another thing you want to think about with your trainer is that is your trainer relatively intelligent? You know, <laughs> I know that may sound a little, I don't even know how to say it, but it, it may not sound like it's something that would be um, obvious. You know, you want, you would probably think, you know, anybody can train somebody, but you really need to have someone that's relatively intelligent because anybody can give somebody exercises, right? You know, anybody can be like, you can do this, you can do this, you can do this out of the book, but you need to have somebody that can actually give you the personal attention and really have an idea of like what kind of nuances might be particular to your circumstance because not everybody is the same you know maybe 80 percent of the population is relatively close but for the most part you know everybody is different in certain ways and you might be having some issues that your trainer just can't really figure out like you know maybe you are eating right maybe you are working out and maybe you're you know, having some issues with a knee or you're having some issues with a shoulder, you're having issues with a particular body part and your trainer can't figure it out. You can't figure out like how to move it properly or how to prevent it from getting injured. So that's where it comes into play where you have, it's good to have a, a smart trainer because as I said, anybody can give you exercises and you can have somebody that's super knowledgeable but may not be wise, may not be able to you know, think on the fly, may not be able to figure out how to change things based on uh, your personal circumstance. So you definitely want to make sure that your trainer is smart. And the fourth and final thing you want to think about for your trainer is that you want to make sure your trainer is a good person. Now, that's another not so obvious thing. You know, you, you probably think about trainers being like a mean person and 
someone that's going to be giving you push-ups and stuff like that. And there are trainers like that. Don't get me wrong. And I, and I want to just kind of, I want to make sure that we're on the same page with this. Like when you have a trainer that is maybe pushing you hard and is like giving you a lot of exercises and maybe pushing you to the limits, that doesn't mean they're a mean trainer. Now let's put it, now let's think about it this way. You could have a trainer that's pushing you to the limits and is like giving you the giving you their all and trying to make you, you know, throw up more or less because that would be what I would consider someone that's a mean trainer. Not someone that's not really taking in consideration what your goals are. They're essentially someone that is just out there to to show off to themselves, to show that they can make somebody throw up or show that they can make somebody go to the stretch of their limits. So I just want you to consider that it's just like if you have a nice trainer, you know, or a nice person, someone that is like conscientious, as like cares about your feelings, they still might push you hard because I do. I push my clients relatively hard, you know, um, but at the same time, while I'm pushing my clients to their limits and pushing them hard, I'm also taking into consideration like how they're feeling, you know, what's going on in their lives and like what I want them and what they want to achieve from their training session. And I think that comes from being someone that is considered someone that's a nice person, someone that is like really in touch with what someone else's goals are. And they're not getting it confused as like getting their goals as a trainer confused with like what your goals are. So a good trainer or a nice trainer is going to be someone that's not going to be putting their own ego in front of your goals. They're going to maybe feel good about your goals, but they're going to also feel good about helping you achieve those goals rather than just making you throw up or making you feel like you're going to die or sweating so profusely that you know, you, you're dehydrated during your workout. So you want to have someone that's really, that's going to be a nice person, someone that's like caring, someone that is actually not, maybe, I mean, maybe they are in it for the money, maybe they're not in for the money. That doesn't really matter, just as long as they're in it to make sure that your goals are ahead of their ego. And that would be a nice person. So that's what I got. There's four things. You want to, first of all, make sure that your trainer is certified. Second of all, you want to make sure that your trainer is qualified, you know, meaning that they are practicing what they preach and being consistent. They're being dedicated to their own training. Third, you want to make sure that your trainer is knowledgeable or smart. And last but not least, you want to make sure that your trainer is a nice person, someone that cares about your goals more than their own ego. So we're going to pick this up in a couple moments in the final thought, but I'm going to leave you with a quick commercial break uh, just to let you know. And if you're thinking about maybe starting your own podcast, if there's something that you want to talk about, whether it be like slime or you know, Garfield the cat or Jeopardy and, you know, Alex Trebek, he just got diagnosed with cancer. I'm a big fan of Jeopardy. So I would definitely listen to your podcast on Jeopardy. But if you have something that you want to share with the world, I have a uh, quick commercial break that can let you know exactly how you can do that. So we'll be back after that. So stay tuned. (music) 
All right, so appreciate you listening to that little commercial break. So let's get back into it with this final thought. So yeah, at the end of the day, you know, it's important to have some help. No matter what you're doing, it's good to have help. You can only get so far with your own two hands, as my dad used to say. The important thing is that you understand the help that you have. You know, it's good to, like, get some experience. I don't want you to go out there and just hire any trainer. I don't want you to go out there and just think that a trainer is going to save your life. I want you to get out there and get some experience. Do it on your own first. Kind of get a feel for what your body's doing. Get a feel for what your body can do and can't do. And then hire a trainer with all four of those qualities that I mentioned earlier on. It's important that you understand what's going on first before you hire someone else to do it for you. It's, I, I, it's the worst thing ever. It's like people that have no idea what's going on with their body and then they try to hire a personal trainer and then in turn they think that that personal trainer is going to save them. And that is the worst thing that you can put on any person. You can't have anybody save you. You can only save yourself. And the way you're going to save yourself is by understanding what your body can do, what your limitations are, what makes you consistent, what makes you want to slack off, you got to understand what really makes you tick. And you can only do that by firsthand experience. You can't read about it. You can't ask other people about it. You have to get in the gym and you have to try it on your own. Even if it's for 15 minutes, just walk in, get a feel for it, find out what's causing you anxiety, find out what's motivating you and take that to a professional and let that professional help motivate you with their certifications with their qualifications by being in shape, with their intelligence by having somewhat of a decent IQ, and of course, with their niceness, with their desire to want to put your goals in front of their ego. All right, so that's what I got for you on this Monday evening. I hope you have a great day. Whenever you're listening to this, I hope you're having a great day, whether it be morning, afternoon, evening, weekday, or weekend. I really do hope you're having a good one. I really appreciate you listening, and don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. And as always, keep good company.